0: What's up, Doom Nation? Welcome back. We are the two Doom men, and we are doing the doomed review of the second episode of the House of Dragons.
1: As always, it's Skaggs and the Captain. What's going on, buddy? I'm here. I'm ready to go. Interestingly enough, uh, Episode 1 now has a name. Uh, the heirs or something like that. Episode 2 oh, doesn't have a name. Them? Yeah, they didn't name Episode 2, though, because I'm watching it on HBO uh, Max. So they seem to be not naming it until afterwards, like maybe the next day or something. Which is bizarre, so yeah, let's get right into it, man. I thought it was kind of cool to see the opening scroll come back. Yes, a little bit differently done, obviously, than Game of Thrones. It is a different show, different time period. I'm a little bit confused as to what exactly I was looking at it though.
0: River of Blood. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that um, was or you
1: know, you know what it reminded me of. Um,
0: remember Blade Two or one of the Blade movies where remember like Blade, I don't they would that try though, and but... drain his blood and it would fill up that symbol like maze that was on the floor or whatever. I feel like that's what like we were watching some type of like blood
1: oath thing could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, fire and blood is the creed of House Targaryen. Maybe it, maybe it was um, the model of Valyria, right? That uh, King Viserys is working on, which we found out mm-hmm. in this episode. He wasn't working on a model of Dragonstone. That is an actual model of the city of Valyria back in the old kingdom mm-hmm. of Valyria. So We'll start there. I thought that was pretty interesting because we're going to, like I said, this show is kind of going to fill in a couple things maybe that we don't know about. Obviously, King Viserys has some sort of more knowledge of the past mm-hmm. than the books have even given us. He has a little bit of insight into uh, Valeria, old Valeria. He made a comment about how it was built near a volcano, and that's where the Dragon Lords drew their power and their magic from. As you can see, Valeria was a really advanced city. It looks almost mm-hmm. like a modern city. Um, people have always theorized in the Game of Thrones fandom lore that it was a volcanic eruption that destroyed the entire kingdom of Valeria. that perhaps the dragon lords were meddling with things they didn't really understand, like magical powers, nuclear weapons or something like that, something <laughs> to that, you know what I mean, like something yeah. to that terms and and that obliterated their entire kingdom. So I kind of got a little bit more insight into that. I find that interesting being a real Game of Thrones
0: nerd. Yeah, um, see, I, I wasn't i wasn't too aware of the history of valeria yeah so you didn't read the books all, though right No. yeah, yeah so that, but that's okay so this is
1: all still pretty new to me yeah so i mean this this episode also picks up six months have passed yeah since the first episode um which is interesting and now this confirms in my opinion at least like this show is going to move fast uh similar pace timeline wise yeah yeah timeline wise uh it's it's similar to the book um the book didn't like mess around. It didn't get into much dialogue the way Game of Thrones does. It just kind of here's big point A. Now we're going to go to big point B, C, D, E, F, G, et mm-hmm. I guess that's the way the show is going to go. I thought maybe they would have did a little bit differently, but I guess not. They're going to follow the, the, I, well, of the book.
0: Yeah, I felt like this episode was just all dialogue. It was hard to keep not knowing like it's it's still, you know, I'm still in the early stages of putting the puzzle together because you at least have Right. Some knowledge from the book. Well, I, like I got that. I like that you know we have two I different mean? perspectives. Like I yeah. have the
1: perspective knowing kind of what's going to happen and you don't. So it's just interesting yeah. to see what you think. So go ahead. And, yeah. What did you think? I think this episode was boring.
0: Uh, I do. I think it was just it was, you know, a, a building, a plot building episode. Um, it was interesting, you know, how right away they want the king to get remarried, but they're offering up like, a you know, a child. Like she was, what, maybe ten or so. twelve. I think this. Yeah. So that that was kind of gross but uh hey, I that's understand medieval why they had, culture. Man. Yeah, I know. You know I and I gross. get it. And um what's the brother's name is probably Damon. Damon, yeah. He's going to probably be my most like biggest interest cuz like he's ready to go to war. He's ready to do like just whatever he wants. So he seems like a nice badass character in the in the making. One thing that uh confused me is so in the first episode we see the king has this growing infection and now it's six months later and is that just gone or
1: no no they showed it they showed it on his finger now his his finger was wrapped okay and they they put his finger into like a bowl of maggots and they said that that should eat it the corruption so definitely something uh, is uh, that wrong. might have been the part where you know like i said I was born i probably fell asleep for okay. a few minutes here yeah, so so that is in the looming in the background. Uh, there's something wrong with them. I'm not sure if it's grayscale or something like that, but but something right. is wrong, and it hasn't been cured six months later.
0: Do you think it's uh, the same thing that is infecting these crab people?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but boy, these crab people are pretty <laughs> insane looking. Yeah, I Weird. like it. I like it, man. It's ruthless. Yeah, it's different them to too. the crabs. It's like a different vibe that we haven't seen in, in Game of Thrones before. Yeah. Um, to, to skip ahead to the end here real quick, and then we'll come back to the rest of the episode. That's going to be interesting next week. I think a yeah. giant battle's coming. Bam, here it's coming right at you, and they're going to go after the, the crab people in the Stepstones. That's also going to play into a larger storyline here. And
0: Yeah, now the Stepstones is a place I've never heard of. That wasn't really spoken about in Game of Thrones, was it?
1: No, it really wasn't. Yeah. They're kind of like islands in the narrow sea, the, the, the ocean between uh, Westeros mm-hmm. and Essos. And, um, you know, it makes sense why Corlys Velaryon would be so interested and threatened by them, right? Because he's the master mm-hmm. of ships. All trade kind of goes through his port and he doesn't want pirates blocking yeah. the his, the trade lane. So keep that in mind going forward as well. As you know, his, his uh, motivations going forward. Um, I think with this show... I know you said you felt this episode was a little bit boring, but I was also concerned it might move too fast, right? Like Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. started to do at the end with, with the, you know, season seven and eight and the last couple episodes where people start teleporting from left to right, you know? So I I was a little bit nervous about that, especially at the beginning when they said, Oh, six months have passed. I'm like, Oh no, is this going to start moving so quickly that Mm -hmm. we just go from point A to point B and nothing happens. I think they found a good mix here of how to, yes, I understand you said it's a little bit slow, but they didn't just like teleport someone into a battle and now that's it, the war right. is over, and we know whatever. They 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 moved along fast in terms of like the timeline, but they still kept it slow and built the characters up and gave you a little bit more drama and things to come. I really liked the uh confrontation between uh Damon and uh Hightower at Dragonstone, yeah. Stone, which yeah, dra- that 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 bridge there was the same bridge that Jon Snow walked on um to go to dragonstone that one time that was pretty dope um i thought that scene was well done and super yeah. tense um, it's interesting now to see like you have targaryens with dragons and the, and they're under like the control of like logical people instead of just the night king and, yeah. and, and right so now it's like you have weapons pointed at each other they're like nukes essentially <laughs> yeah. right and you know before rennera showed up which i thought was pretty bold of her on her part um you saw how they, they were you know put your swords yeah. away we're fucked yeah honestly. it's over yeah go home right until they had another dragon backing them up now some mutual mutually assured destruction comes into effect and dragons have a lot of play in politics at this time yeah in uh westeros because they're just weapons right and like we say in the podcast all the time right when you have the guns you have the power you have the power yeah it even goes back to westeros and the target it makes there. people polite Yes, exactly. Got to think
0: before you jump now. Yes. Uh, you know, that that uh that little monologue between the two of them was great. And uh, Renair showing up is awesome with her dragon evening up uh the playing field. Is now is there. Is it known how many dragons are left? Because I know they were talking to that one dragon that flew off and nested in a beach and was like, sure. never seen again. So I'm wondering if that's a little foreshadowing to maybe like. A third unknown dragon, well, a well, third known dragon popping
1: up at this time, and, and the show did confirm it. There's something like fourteen dragons alive. Okay. Uh, the dragon they were talking about is Vagar, who is King Viserys's dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I remote a point here, right? I, you know, I was like, a dragon king without a dragon. What kind of king yeah. really is that, right? So, uh, you know, he, I guess, he let Vagar go because he didn't fit in the dragon pit anymore but how do you let your dragon go (laughs) like as the king of westeros and they did ash let
0: charizard go man (laughs) right i mean but you know
1: ash was never the champion really at the end of the day or pokemon master he's still working on it all these years later um you know a couple other things i thought were interesting uh sir Kristen cole he was chosen as the uh yeah guard right he's a guy who uh you know he bested uh Damon in that in that in the episode prior, so I think mm-hmm. we should keep an eye on that, oh yeah, should, uh what's yeah.
0: it Ray uh, Raina how do you say it uh, the uh the the daughter the king's the the queen. Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. she's she's you could tell that's who she wants to marry and be betrothed to. there's something between the two of them.
1: I think there's something between her and Alison Hightower as well as, oh yeah, there's, yes, there's some you know there's some you know she might swing both ways, okay. You know. Fair enough, Targaryen. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's going to play in, in the future, perhaps in uh, some actual combat per se. Yes. And we'll, we'll see how that goes. But well, she that, made
0: this big to do about
1: how he was in combat one. So, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that just in, yeah. in terms of like practicality. I'm like, do you want someone who's been a Navy SEAL and served overseas mm-hmm. to be on your security staff? Or do you want a guy who's just like an yeah. MMA with Yeah, Bill like Gates, that.
0: his nephew. Yeah, yeah he's got the he's right nephew. name.
1: So, I I mean, I liked I like the way they're building up Rhaenyra as a character in in the show. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't really remember exactly that well from the book, but they're they're building up to be like a really strong character. And honestly, like I know there's a lot of comparison to Daenerys. She's not the same as Daenerys. Daenerys at the very beginning was like a, a child who like didn't know what to do and was like finding herself the first couple seasons and like muddling through. Rhaenyra is like already pretty tough. She came, she comes in and she's like trying to influence like the, the the small council already. She comes in with She just disobeys the king, goes in with the plan. It ends up being the right plan and getting Dragon Egg back right and defusing the entire scenario, which was about to basically spark war. So I think yeah. she's definitely although a lot of people have made that comparison to Neri, she is not to Neri. She's well, I just I,
0: right guy. now people need to get over that. She dresses like her and has blonde hair like her and fair skin like her. You
1: know? Yeah. I got it. I got same similar yeah. age. Yeah, they, they
0: made them in a lab. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, kind of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The old the inbreeding. Yeah, man. And that, and that that point you made earlier just is so weird. With the the, the young girl, 12 years old, yeah, uh, Lena Bellarian, I think her name is. Is just why. So like, hard. I mean,
0: I know the king needs to move forward, but to even consider that is just beyond me.
1: Different time, different yeah. culture. You know, George tries to stay as loyal to, like, actual medieval culture right. as he could when he wrote these stories. Um, another point I thought was interesting is this royal family in in this, you know, show is so much different than the original royal family of Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, from like uh, yeah. King Robert and Cersei. I mean, yep. King Robert, Cersei, Joffrey, they hated each other, right? None of them got along, and it was all just, like, for show. The vibe you get from this family is you know, they actually do like love each other and yeah. have like a legitimate family there and whatnot, which is a totally different vibe at the beginning of a show from the previous one. So I like how that kind of contrasts. Yeah, in, in a way, it, it
0: kind of shows, too, because uh, the king's trying to stay out of everything and not cause war and not cause problems and and let his dragon go. So, you know,
1: like he, he's more focused inward instead of outward. Yeah, he's a little bit more of a thoughtful king, I would yeah. say, than an impulsive king. Uh, you know, I thought it was interesting too how he's he didn't. He he mentioned how he doesn't want to estrange his daughter, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the whole marriage and succession thing, while everyone else in the realm was basically like, fucker, do what yeah. we have to do. <laughs> and I think especially nowadays, it's it's become so insane when writing like a good story for a woman with like the woke stuff going on. This is how you write a good yeah. story for a character. You make them earn it right now. We're going to have. Months, if not years of Renera being probably like stepped over and stepped on and men yeah. telling her this and second guest and actually seeing it instead of it just being some yeah. sort of nothing burger like, you know, she Hulk has given <laughs> us. Um, there are ways to do this the right way. So my hat's off to them building her up as I think a pretty good, strong female yeah. character the right way. Like it can be done. Like me and you have said many times, the story has to be good. Yeah, she just has to
0: be she has to be badass and be in a badass situation and come out on top and people will love her not just oh i could do this better bye-bye
1: yeah exactly right it has to be earned and it's going to be earned in this show definitely wherever we uh go here so what what do you got any other thoughts
0: Uh, i'm i'm the crab people man i'm all about the crab people (laughs) they that was so brutal the guy like Waking up on the beach, and the crabs were picking at his bones, and he was still alive. Ooh, That had to be absolutely painful. Yeah. What a way to
1: die. What a what a I mean, what a medieval way to be. Yeah. Kept, you know. But
0: it's almost like we're getting some type of fantasy magic. Well, we already did with the dragons, but like you know how like there's the White Walker and the grayscale people and stuff like this. This is like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like part of the ship, part of the crew, Davy Jones locker type people. Like we're getting like a whole new fantasy,
1: magical. I, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, like, I get it. That's species kind of, of person. Yeah. It's that it's like exactly kind of what I said before. It's, yeah. it's Game of Thrones is going to there's going to be a different vibe to this enemy yeah. that we haven't seen in the Game of Thrones world before.
0: And I think it's because this takes place hundreds of years before Game of Thrones where there was more things like this still alive there was more of those what what was the tree called the, um, the weirwood tree yeah the where there's more of them around so there's probably more magic in in the world during this time period that would allow something like the crab people to survive
1: yeah i mean i don't know how magical the crab people are but you're 100 right no. one of the biggest themes of of the game of thrones was that it'd been so long like People had forgotten. Yeah, fantasy had died. Yeah, right. Um, you know, they even contrasted to Game of Thrones in the, in the first episode um, when uh, Rhaenyra was flying over uh, King's Landing on the dragon and no one b- batted an eye Yeah, right? because it was normalized. But when Daenerys flew into the north or when Drogon and, and Rhaegal flew into the north, people ran and they were terrified yeah. right? because they'd never seen a dragon before in their life. So I, I noticed things like that, that are okay. the, which I appreciate when the when they do things like that, because they know people like me are looking for stuff like that. So yeah, you're right. This is a time when there is more magic and just more weird. So there's even more houses. I don't even know if we could call it magic, but I don't have a better word for it. Yeah. So those people are really interesting to grab people. We'll we'll see how it turns out. My guess is that episode three is going to be a battle. Um, I hope so. I want to see something. Yeah. And this was a lot
0: of chit chat for me. I
1: was falling asleep. It would be a good pace in my opinion three three episodes battle three episodes yeah. battle and then close it out with the last uh last couple episodes um you know it's setting this the the this, the stage here too. you you're gonna see Corliss valerian's gonna make his play forge yeah. a new alliance here and that's gonna end up leading to probably well that's to why
0: i'm game. excited for the brother because uh he's just going about and doing as whatever he pleases in straight defiance and it's gonna be interesting where it leads
1: He is, but he isn't at the same time, right? Like, he, yes, he is somewhat in defiance, right? He went to Dragonstone. He brought 2,000 soldiers with him as his own little private army. But he gave the egg back. He seems a little bit reluctant to just openly fight a war. So he isn't. He isn't. Um, He's not a cartoon character villain or bad guy, right? Like, there's there's more to him here than me, Mm -hmm. which I like. It's interesting. It's deeper than just that guy bad. this (laughs) this person, <laughs> yeah. right like it's this is what he might be Steam a bad Thrones guy code. but with like good
0: qualities like i think i think we'll get an episode within his walls uh at dragon's end you know what i'm saying like we'll we'll yeah. soon or later get his perspective of the past six months or his perspective Maybe. of right. the past year yeah, yeah. definitely
1: he, he reminds me a lot of jamie lannister um, okay, he's, he's a, a, a you know like a deep character, flawed, but you know there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. So I don't know. You want to rate it? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm going with another six, just because I'm still sitting here in the dark. Um, there's a lot of interesting things going on, a lot of interesting moving parts, but they haven't come to fruition yet. So I'm um, you know I'm I'm sticking to the middle of the road. I'm still on board. I'm still enjoying it, but it's I still haven't had that wow moment yet you know okay
1: fair enough fair enough i'm gonna give it a seven uh, i think it's doing a solid job at building and doing the job of moving quickly but mm-hmm. not making the same mistake game of thrones did where you just moved from point a to point b and it didn't felt felt earned in game yeah. of Thrones. right this felt earned i know you think it was slow but i think if it moved this fast and then just immediately people are fighting each other and you don't know yeah. exactly what's going on you'd be well like, oh, i, I this, get it this is kind of dumb yeah you wouldn't like it so Let's see. Let's see what happens in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. See,
0: that's the problem right now for me. It's all about like, let's see what happens next. Let's yeah. see what happens next. I, I do gotta say there is a bit of an excitement to you know, tuning in at Sunday night. Appointment not, television. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what the
1: Barcelona guy said. Yeah, you know, right? there, appointment a television's bit, back. Yeah. Yeah. Bit there, exciting to be doing that again. Yeah, it is, man. It is. There's something to be said about. It. Right now, we can sit here, we could talk about it. We could theorize for a week yeah. at the water cooler with people you work with and you, you hype each other up. Maybe you get let down, maybe you don't. That's what makes television great. Yeah. It's something that you lose with, like, here's an entire season on Netflix in one shot yeah. and you're all watching it at different points. You can't talk about exactly. it. Exactly. So I like that too, man. I think that's a big part of the show. And that's also a big thing what made Game of Thrones great. So I'm, just, yeah, it's, I like it. I'm happy it's back. It's fun for me. Baby.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. So I'm in it for the long haul right now.
1: All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, I'm not sure. We will definitely review uh, episode three, but we will be away when it appears or we'll be coming back uh, from being yeah. away. So we might not be able to turn it around as quickly, but we'll, we'll work on it and we'll get there. Yeah, so. it might
0: be Monday or Tuesday. It comes out.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. So us off, Cap.
0: All right, Doom Nation. I hope you guys enjoyed another doomed review. As always, make sure you like, share and subscribe. Thank you guys for tuning in and check us out on our podcast, The Two Doom Men Podcast. Peace.